Kitchen Rudimental, a series in which chef and author Annie Smithers investigates the very basics of kitchen craft. You've got a lot of ducks, a lot of geese. And a lot of birds. <laughs> got a lot of birds. And broad beans. And broad beans. You and I have had a joke for broad beans for as long as we've known each other. But you, you've, you've, you've proved the lie of that this year. I They're, have. There they all are. They, I, I have. And again, it's a seasonal thing. So mm. it's that difference of knowing that we were heading into warmer. I still planted some in the polytunnel though, and I had to pull them all out because I needed the space. And these were doing okay. And these were doing okay, but I couldn't bear to waste them because they had a few broad beans, but not their full quota of broad beans. So instead of using something traditional as my green vegetable for the weekend, we picked all the tips off and stir fried them. Can I, I, I've got to confess, I've been doing a bit of broad bean leaf myself, not with a stir frying, that's a wonderful thought, but just raw. They are a splendid leaf. It's like a it's like a wafer thin bean. It's it's the most delicious flavour, isn't it? And you don't you know this is one of the joys of actually growing a bit of this and a bit of that. Because where can you go into a shop and say I'd like uh, I'd like a uh, half a kilo of broad bean leaves, please? No, you can't do that. Can't do it. So (laughs) this is one of the things. And look. Again, we had some cabbages that were in the polytunnel over winter. It had got a bit warm. They hadn't formed. But instead of but just they're saying leaves. their leaves are yes. delicious. So yeah. instead of saying, okay, you're a failed cabbage, off you go to the compost heap, is it made a beautiful chiffonade and it also made very beautiful cabbage rolls. Remember when we talked ah, about shoe farsi? Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So what else can we use the leaves of? What do you got here? Radishes. They look radishy, yes. French breakfast radishes. And again, those leaves are deliciously edible. Yeah, they're good. And then again, going back to the fact that, mm. you know, you don't want to eat the leaves on radishes that you've bought at the fruit and veggie shop that have been sitting there for five no, days or are all wilty. Ju- just off the ground. But is, yeah. if we describe to you, this is, a, this is a little raised garden bed that's a metre by... 40 centimetres. And there's a year's supply of radishes there. <laughs> well, this, this, equates, this equates to enough radishes for the restaurant for a weekend. Yeah. So this is about two or three, so this will be about 300 radishes in there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, you know, for the person at home, you just need a, a little longer. bit. A lot longer, yeah. And then... Very, very space efficient. There's a sowing that's a couple of weeks later and another sowing another couple of weeks later. And, and that's sort of a thing for the gardener starting out too, is to get, get a grip on those cycles and those spacings of sowings to sort of maintain that crop. Absolutely. It's hard. And then in, we're, in the, we're in the glass house now where we have, you know, that bizarre thing that is fashionable that I bought seeds for ages ago and didn't actually use, so we decided to put them all in. Mm. These are microherbs. Now, when you go to the, because this was a trend in restaurant, that then moved into the mainstream, and I'm sure Mm. if you go to your greengrocer, you will come across little, little pots like these guys in here 
that have microherbs in them that you can buy so you can garnish your dinner like a restaurant does. <laughs> well, again, if you have a couple of these little pots on your windowsill, nice. it's much cheaper than buying them. Or as I did last night with the salad, snuck out in the backyard and pluck some borage flowers for it. Well, there so you there go, you, you see. So it looks pretty. <laughs> so so should we go and sauté some... Uh, Let's should do we that. go inside and sauté some broadband leaves? In the kitchen now, the broad bean leaves are on the chopping board. So I've picked the tips. So there's some very nice tips here. And there are some that have got a bit of sort of branch structure on them that are a little bit mm -hmm. thick. But you don't, you know, you don't want to be too... Um, thing about it. Thing about it. But so you've been popping these in salad and I've been using them as a vegetable. Bit of garlic being wrestled here little fossic fossic of the garlic. Give it a tap with the back of the knife so I can take the skin off easily. And then I'm just going to slice this up. So, little pan on the stove. So I'm going to get this, this nice, and, nice and hot. And I'm going to do this terrible thing that you mm -hmm. hate to see me do. What's that? I lick my fingers and I touch it onto the pan to see if they <laughs> sizzle. <laughs> Just didn't sizzle. Sizzle your flesh. The skin didn't burn, so it's not hot enough. Okay. <laughs> well, let it get a bit hotter. Because I forget too, and this is one of these things about, you know, commercial versus domestic, is that because I cook so rarely at home, is I forget that the gas pressure at home right. is so much less than the gas pressure at work. So our, our stovetops are much bigger and faster. Mm. Imagine... Yeah, I think the best analogy is your little home coffee machine with its yeah, steam right, wand and the, your big yeah. two-group or four-group in a coffee shop. So, you know, the gas, you know, I have to remember it takes a little minute. Right, yeah, shall we see if we're similar, hot? But, okay, go here on, we go. Put your Nick. microphone near my fingers. Bit of garlic. And that's a beautiful smell. That is the best. The smell of garlic in olive oil. <laughs> yeah. Happy now. <laughs> Happy now. You can see the garlic just starting to colour. In go the broad beans. Nice. And now you can smell that beautiful smell. Mm. And as I sort of turn them over with a pair of tongs, you're bringing the garlic with you yep. so that it doesn't get too burnt. They wilt so they've, quickly, they've wilted. They? They've wilted very quickly. Think, um, think spinach. Think sorrel. Think the you know the time that it takes to sil for silver beet and things. And really, that's that. And then after they've had their little sauté, little sprinkle of salt flakes, and that okay. is is that. And that is the most beautiful, yeah. delicious green vegetable that you can eat that otherwise would have been something that you'd leave there or pop in the compost. Such an important lesson and such a great thought. Would you like me to hold the microphone while you, you get a, a little knife and little, fork and... Uh, I'll use your fingers. You'll use your fingers. There. All right, there you go. Oh, yum. Yeah. It's very good. Mmm. It's got real substance, doesn't it? Mm. It's, it's a bit chewy. So, yeah, but, but in a really good way. And the other thing to remember is that 
when you eat things, and this is this is another sort of commercial versus domestic sort of rule of thumb that I think you forget about in the in the mm. domestic home. Nuttiness of that garlic with it. I know, the nuttiness of the leaves. Mm. But sometimes when you taste these things just on their own and you think, oh, it's a bit chewy or oh, it's a bit this or it's a bit that, is when you actually put this in a dish is it changes completely with the other flavours and textures around it. Yeah. So if you, say, serve this with... Know, let's say some steamed fish on the side um, with a little little sauce or a salsa agresto or yeah, something like that, is then all those flavours come together and all those textures come together and they build the picture mm. that that dish actually mm. is. Because on their own, they might not really... It's a bit of a, it needs something to make a balance for mm. those other, some of the elements of it. But then I'd happily just sit there and eat a bowl of well, that in that front of the well. telly too. Yes. <laughs> so there you go, Jonathan. Eddie, no waste wonderful. broad beans. Essence of sustainability, if you've got something growing and it's got a, a hero product, think about what else it might offer. You may be, you may be surprised. I'm just going to keep eating broad bean leaves. They're quite delicious. Thanks, John. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.